I'm shooting hoops to the Super Bowl. We like sports, so we don't care who knows. Football, 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 tennis, hockey, golf. Absolutely the most legitimate sports talk program on 1027 ESPN. It's the Almost Sports Show with Jason Dick and CJ Morgan. Join the conversation at 512-834-1027. Now here are Jason and CJ. What is up, Almost Sports Talkers? Hello, my name's Jason Dick. That's my man, CJ Morgan. What's up, buddy? How you doing, buddy? Good. Just discovered our producer, uh, Isaac, and I have uh, something in common. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we bonded over Ren Fairs and medieval armor. <laughs> Yesterday spent about like 20 Ren minutes, Fair 30 minutes. Medieval yeah. armor. Before the show, just spent all that time mm. instead of me prepping for sports, talking about mm. uh, Sherwood mm. Forest and Ren Fairs. You guys, I tell you what. Uh, Isaac did remind me. Uh, he said he's preparing our quarterly report. Did you know we have quarterly reports? We do. I have no idea what that is. I don't know if it's like a performance review or who gets this. Who are you preparing it for, Isaac? Where does it go? Uh, but he said that he was. It's his first time preparing a quarterly report where he wrote they played F Mary Kill with quarterbacks. Hell yeah. Uh, which I was like, I forgot about F. Mary Kill quarterbacks. Let's, uh, I, I got a new one. on. Dude, on- haven't we been here long enough to work our way out of going to meetings and having quarterly <laughs> no, reports? And, like, I have an office in the building, and I purposely locked uh. my door when they were setting up phones. So that you didn't, so you wouldn't get a phone? Yeah, I don't want a phone. I don't need to be reached. Yeah. You just mean be here under the employment of Waterloo Media, because I was like, we've literally been on the air like two months, CJ. We hadn't been been here that long. But But uh, other than that, yeah, yeah, we we have tenure. Hang on a second. You got an office here? Yeah, I got an office. Remember, I told you they, for for like a month, I was a manager. Director of social media strategies and something such. like that point being you i got, got an a, office here i got an office i mean yeah the, that's badass but in the same way that you don't want a phone line i don't i also don't want an office okay i want out as soon as i as soon as i'm the, the show's over i'm out okay well, here's the deal now look for me in an office here's the deal with the office is uh i'm a very clean organized person but i'm also yeah. a hoarder so like <laughs> when when i i know it doesn't organized- make sense Hoarder. Yes. So when I have stuff at the house that I want to throw away, but I'm like, ah, I kind of don't want to get rid of this. Oh. I'll, I'll just take it to the radio station. You're, that, so that. you're treating the radio station literally like your home trash can. Like, Not trash can, my goodwill. There are things that you need to throw out, and you're like, instead of putting them in the garbage, I will just take them to the radio station. Yeah. And All then right. other people can enjoy the fruits totally of fair. them. Totally fair. I'm tired today, CJ. I told you that I, I I feel tired, but I think it's just because I had three breakfast tacos. How does the, how does my body work? Why is my body such a jerk? All right, I'm fueling my body. Okay, that's you. If I'm, you don't eat, you get lethargic. Yes, I'm putting the 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 gasoline in my body to to power it. But I I ate one too many, so now instead of extra powered, I'm like sluggish, like uh, stupid body. Oh, because the body's diverting all of its stupid. energy to, to. Oh, it's is that what's happening? I guess it's just I, working on digesting my food. It's like ah, uh, yeah, can no longer work on brain power for sports talking, Jason. I'm must bu- chum tum. I'm busy down here ch- chumming, chumming the tum. That's the medical the can, term for it. <laughs> Uh, okay, good. Uh, that Aaron Judge home run ball, 62, the guy who caught it, uh, has been offered $2 million. He says, I am not selling. Uh, the he, sh- he got lucky. 
Yeah, he did Cause, get cause lucky. They, we we talked about that yesterday. One. We said sell it immediately, yeah. but uh, Judge didn't play, so now the ball's in his court. It's a good <laughs> or in glove. The ball's good. in his glove. Uh, we'll get to that. Uh, that streaker uh, from the game the other night that uh, Bobby Wagner leveled was that Monday Night Football. Monday Night Football. Yeah, uh, yeah he's filed charges against Bobby Wagner. Uh, Draymond Green is punching his teammates in the face. LeBron James says he calls dibs on Vegas. We'll get to all of that. It's a Thursday draft day, but it would be irresponsible of me to start anywhere else other than Texas OU Saturday. We still don't know who the quarterback is for Longhorns. Oh, uh, Steve Sarkeesian, I believe, is going to be on Zoom with Ed Clements at 11.15 today. No way! I think like he's doing a Zoom press conference. It's, yeah, yeah. I don't it's know not a one-on-one. He and Ed just get together in Zoom and... Should should I be should I be mad that uh, Ed Clements? He used to joke that he's forty seven years old. I don't know how old he is. He still he still does that joke. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Anyway, uh, elderly Ed Clements is probably way better than me at Zoom. I'm not good at Zooming, CJ. I mean, I know it's not like that tough of a task, but I still I Zoom twice a month with a consultant. And, yeah, I know. Can you guys believe somebody's consulting this? <laughs> uh, Why? Yeah. And the guys were making fun of me because, yeah, like a month ago, I figured out that you could cha- change your Zoom background. And I was like, ah, God, look, guys, look how fun this is. And so you're just doing that the entire meeting? Yeah, just like a way kid? for me to express my creativity while I'm not paying attention and... And, you know, sitting here in a meeting with no pants on. Uh, anyway, yeah, Ed is going to Zoom with uh, Sark today, and he said he will call us. We will be the first to know if Sark tells the world uh, who is going to start a quarterback for assuming the Assuming that we're going to know, that Ed's going to get it out of him. If, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ed, please call us regardless. Just Let's, let's just talk, buddy. Uh, he says he's, uh, he's heading up soon to uh, Dallas. He'll be at the game, Texas OU, on Saturday. Um We've uh, you know discussed who should be the quarterback. CJ, you said uh, Quinn Ewers should be the guy when he's healthy. When he's a hundred percent, if he's the best, then yeah. I uh, I said I believe Hudson Card has earned the right to be the starter for this team until he also valid plays poorly enough that he is no longer earned said right, which I do expect to happen at some point. But I think uh, he. By the way, playing through injury as well. It's not like he's been 100% healthy. He's out there hobbling around on a bad ankle uh, and holding the team together or to a 3-2 and record. Uh, I would say that I think he has earned the right. Now, if they go back to Quinn Ewers, I understand I'm not not mad. Here's what I – or let let me ask you first. What if the answer is both of them? How do you feel about both of them? Like we're going to play both quarterbacks. It's weird, but I think – Actually, you know what? I'm gonna. I'm not even gonna get into the logic. I think uh, you you commit. You 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 pick one guy. And right. That's your guy. I hate it. Yeah, I hate. Do not. I mean, if you, if both quarterbacks play in the game, it should be because it's a, a blowout. There was an injury, or B, it's, uh, it's a blowout. It's, and it's, it's and garbage it's time, time to work Quinn I, back in. I mean, it. I guess if things are. I guess if you start. Hudson card and it's going really badly, then maybe you can take a Hail Mary and put Quinn Ewers in. But I would hate the idea. And I don't think that Sark is this type of guy either. I, I, you know, we saw it last year when it was Hudson card versus Casey Thompson. I think he wants to pick a guy and stick with that guy. But I would really hate if they say, okay, we're going to do Hudson card for two series, then you're going to see Quinn Ewers. And then it's going to come back later. And yeah, the whole if you have two quarterbacks, actually, you have none thing. Uh, particularly when one of them is Quinn Ewers, and I still think the young man needs experience. He's played less than four quarters. He's played three and a half quarters yeah. of college football ever. He can still be redshirted, so technically. 
I mean, the, not that that would ever happen with a Manning on. Yeah, that's deck eventually you're just making problems for yourself down the road, and then uh, yeah. Uh, so I would I would say if you if you think Quinn Ewers gives you that, that's what he said uh, earlier in the week is that he's going to pick the quarterback he thinks gives them the best chance to win. Does that mean that Quinn Ewers has got to get to a certain threshold of health before he thinks that? Uh, I I don't know what what goes through Sark's mind, but it's, uh, I just hope that it is not a two quarterback sort of scenario, which I don't really I don't know that anybody's expecting that to happen. But let just let's just not do that, right? Even though my logic, as Uh-oh. flawed as it may be, I CJ will say logic hit me with some CJ logic. Well, again, this is a coulda woulda shoulda, but going back switching to NFL, that Dak Prescott versus. Green Bay Packers playoff game where Tony Romo was healthy, but they didn't want to hurt Dak's feelings. They wanted to be like, you're the guy, Dak. Had they put Romo in the second half, it would have beat Green Bay. This is the game in, uh, it was in Dallas, right? In Arlington. Where Uh, they mysteriously stopped running the ball that was working, where Dak couldn't throw a pass longer than 10 yards, and Green Bay slowly started just to take over. I think you put Romo in, and I think that changes the game. But they didn't want to. Because, hey, Dak's our guy. Well, and I don't know. Could you even... uh, I was at that game, CJ. The most expensive ticket to anything I've ever paid for with my own dollars. I don't remember what the the amount was, but I remember leaving angry that my Cowboys lost. And and angry that you paid money to watch it. I was like, oh my God, you know how much we spent on this? There's nothing worse than that, dude. Nothing nothing worse than spending your own hard-earned money to watch your team Lose in the playoffs. Really bad. Re- oh, really good seats for that game. But uh, you, was that was there people calling for Tony Romo to come into that game? So that was Dak's rookie year, right? Uh, yes, that's t- when Romo broke yeah. his back again and and basically never played again. I know. Did they let him start in Week Seventeen? He because the Cowboys had it locked up. He he, he did play extensively in one game. But yeah, it was Dak's team. Were they going to put him in in that situation? I don't know. That, but, okay, that is what I do not want to happen is once you pick a guy. You and stick if, with the guy. And I think they've picked the guy. I think they've picked Quinn Ewers, and now we're just waiting for him to be healthy. And so, yeah, I mean, it would have to be going really, really bad for me to say, hey, we need to put the other guy in. Sure. You know, I mean, pick with the – it's not – but again, with the one who we, we, we watched it last year with uh, OU versus Texas when you game plan for a quarterback in a certain situation <laughs> and they, they took Spencer Rattler out and then Texas had no answer at all. Like 28 to 0, Rattler gets benched and then... They had no answer for for this uh, for the other quarterback. Uh, that was was that last year. That was yeah, last that year. Was like, so it's, it was two years ago that I. That's when I went to Texas OU and Spencer Rattler was was benched in that game as well, and then eventually came back. Like we chased the starting quarterback, and he eventually made it back into the game. That was the four overtime game. Uh, yeah, last year. Uh, was the uh, what's the name? Caleb Williams is that the name of the yeah, kid? Yeah, he came in and now is at USC. Man, Oklahoma. How this is how fast things move in college football. And then a year ago, Oklahoma was a national contender, and you had Lincoln Riley, and you had a Heisman Trophy candidate at quarterback. You had two Heisman Trophy. You you'd moved on from your one Heisman Trophy candidate, Spencer Rattler, to another, to another guy. one. And now you're giving up 55 points to TCU. And now for the first time, Brent it's, Vittables is your coach. It's an unranked OU. Yeah. It's an unranked Red River shootout. First time since 1998 that both teams are unranked in the game. We haven't even really touched on this all week. 
Uh, are you leaning one way or the other on this? Texas is seven-point favorite. I think that is uh, at least in part because we, we whether it's Hudson Card or Lincoln or Quinn Ewers, we have a, an idea the capabilities of our quarterback. The uh, the quarterback situation for OU is much cloudier. Uh, their starter went down with a concussion last week. They've got a couple of the guys behind him who ha- you haven't seen a lot, including General Booty. General Booty. Don't do not get pulled over. Forget about Smokey and the Bandit in his town. I, I will say I don't love Texas minus seven. Uh, because it could be a, a close game. Who knows what's going to happen here? But I, I, I think I'm, I'm not going to pick against Texas. I would not think that OU same, is, and should I, win this game. I've watched enough uh, Texas OU Red River shootout or whatever we call it now. I still, it's a, still a shootout to it's me, a, baby. Because it's a cowboy thing. I don't think of it as a gun-toting. It's, what, it's, it's just cowboy it's yeah. shootout. Uh, point being, I've watched enough of these to know that it doesn't matter which team is what. Like, Have there been some massive blowouts? Absolutely, but there have been some mediocre Texas teams right. that have beat or kept with OU. Um, because it, I, I feel like in my generation of watching Texas OU, OU's pretty much been dominant. I mean, I think there was a five-year winning streak before Vince Young in the championship year finally beat them. Mm. Um Oh, you had a five-year win streak over I, Texas? I think, I think so, um, up to Vince Young. And, and I think... Typically, Oklahoma's been the better team in my adulthood career, whatever you want to call it, watching Texas OU. But it's always, not always, not always, but you throw records, you throw rankings out the window when these two play because they play each other very hard. Uh, We're the same age. My my first Texas OU memory was uh, Stoney Clark. Do you remember the Stoney Clark play? The goal line stand. Stoney Clark, linebacker, stops Oklahoma at the goal line. Texas wins over Oklahoma. Uh, I got another Stony Clark story. I'll tell you later. But yeah, that was in the 1990 somewhere range. Uh, but yeah, for the most part, I mean, most of the Bob Stoops era and all of the Lincoln Riley era, they've they've gotten us pretty good. I, anytime sure. the Texas would win, it would be kind of like a shock the world. Not a shock the world because what you said, anybody, you know, you kind of toss out the records in this game. Any given Saturday. But they got us. They had our number pretty good for a while. But things are turning around now, right, guys? Yes. Right, guys? You know what? Uh, I had a very methodical, in-depth, oh, no. top 10 Texas uh, OU Red River rivalry moments. But instead, I think I'm just going to be a jerk and I'm going to I'm going to switch it up. Okay. And, uh, and that'll be TBD. Okay. Well, we'll do the important one tomorrow. But today, I just thought of an idea. You inspired right. me, Jason. On the fly, I On have the fly. inspired a, a CJ top ten curveball. Uh, speaking of curveballs, good transition, Jason. Aaron Judge hit that 60 second home run. Uh, it's official. That will be the uh, single season AL total. The guy who caught the ball has been offered $2 million, but he's not selling. We discuss on the other side of this break. Now back to Almost Sports with Jason and CJ on 1027 ESPN. 512-834-1027 is the phone number if you want to get in here. Tweet at us at Almost ESPN Radio. How much would you pay to live in the house that the steel curtain built or the, the, the Terry Bradshaw's house? He's, he's, selling, he's selling it. Selling a mega Oklahoma ranch. Uh, get to that in, in just a moment. But first, this, speaking of money things, we told you how uh, Aaron Judge hit his record 62nd home run. Uh, it was two nights ago, just up the road at Globe Life Field in Arlington. It was caught by Dallasite, Dallasian. Dallas, uh, a Dallas man, Corey Humans, 
Uh, caught it on the fly. Nice hands, my man. Uh, he was offered $2 million by Memory Lane, Inc., a sports memorabilia company. Uh, they say, quote, the uh, offer is way above fair if he is still inclined to sell it, end quote, because he has turned down the $2 million offer. Uh, he uh, works in the financial world. He's already rich. What does that mean, works in the financial world? Like he can't just be a bank teller? <laughs> he can't just... <laughs> That's what I would say. Do you tell people if you're a bank teller, ah, I work in uh, finance? Well, I tell people when they ask what I do, I say I'm a presenter. Oh. It sounds more prestigious. Is, is Radio Jackass no longer a prestigious thing to tell people? Is no, just say, say presenter. Talk show host? You can't, uh, can't do that? He's also weirdly... Um, I mean, it's a it's a it's a notable power couple, I guess. He's married to Bree Amaranthus, who is a uh, local television uh, produ- uh, uh, television personality. She does sideline work for some Dallas Cowboys games. You may remember her from The Bachelor. She was on The Bachelor. I guess she didn't win, or else she wouldn't be married to Corey. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Corey caught the home run baseball. He's been offered two million dollars for it. And, and he, we both said, sell it. Yeah, now. what are you doing? If he, if he hits another one. Well, yeah, that's the thing. And now the, the season the season is over, right, CJ? The baseball Playoffs season? are here. Yeah, they've played their 162 games. But it was possible because Aaron Judge hit the 60-second home run in game 161. He could have hit a home run yesterday. Luckily for and, this guy. Yeah, if he hit a home run yesterday, the 60-second ball is, is not worthless. But it's certainly the, this auction that house. That $2 million number goes yeah, down. They're not trying to pay him $2 million anymore. Uh, what is he doing? What are you doing, man? Sell the ball, right? Might go up in value. Why would it go up in value? Like I only, Why would this auction house want it so bad? Like, What do they know that we don't? I mean, I guess you're right, maybe, right? Uh, I guess I am maybe I right. Guess maybe, you're right. Maybe perhaps right. could be. But I mentioned I ate three tacos and my brain's not functioning. It's correctly. all right. Your stomach's your chum tumming right <laughs> now. On. You know what? I'm just going to put my stomach on the mic. You handle the rest of the show. Stomach. I got you. Um, I don't know. Is there something to the publicity? I've now twice today said the name of the company, Memory Lane Inc. Uh, do they get something out of it? It's like. Uh, What's my what's my guy's uh, the gambling degenerate astro uh, mattress Mac, mattress Mac is constantly betting ten million dollars on the Astros to win this or uh, this racehorse to win that, and I'm like that this, that's a lot of bets. You got a problem, buddy? But he writes it off as a marketing expense. The people of Memory Lane. Inc. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, what? we all know and love mattress Mac for what he's done for Houston, especially during Harvey. But yeah. he writes his gambling expenses off. As marketing, I I don't know the uh, I don't know the, the exact bookkeeping practices of one Jim McInvale Mattress Mac, but as I understand it, the scheme works like this: he advertises, "Hey, come to Mattress Mac's Emporium of Soft Mattress Land." What is it? I think it's just gallery furniture, sure, something like uh, that. Come and if you buy three thousand dollars worth of furniture and the Astros win the World Series, you can come back and I'll give you all your money back. Uh, and so the the idea is he sells that much more furniture by running the promotion, uh, and then he okay that on, makes more on. sense. This than... is this is why people this is why rich guys are rich. Stay rich, and I am this way is because I can't figure out the math on the situation. We can't afford a good lawyer. He also well then he goes and he bets 
a bunch of money on the Astros to win the World Series. So if he has to pay back all of the people who, who spent... It's like three, insurance. Yeah. Have. Is a, you could insure it. It's the same as, you know, if you go to a... You play in a golf tournament and they have a, a sweet Cadillac sitting next to the 17th hole. If you make a hole in one, you get the Cadillac. There's an insurance company who's on the, on, on the, on the, on the hook, hook for that. that thing. So is he insuring it? I don't know. Uh, this has been gallery furniture's uh, <laughs> business plan. Yeah, give us some uh, money, Mattress Matt. But I also think when, when I said he writes it off as a marketing expense, I don't mean literally that he's allowed to write off his gambling losses. I think he sort of files that away under... Did I lose $10 million betting on this horse uh, who broke its leg and they euthanized it on the track? Sorry, I made it really dark. Uh, um, yes, I did lose that money, but I was on SportsCenter, okay? I was on the Almost Sports Show with Jason and CJ. That's priceless. So if I streak it's at, priceless, CJ. If, if I streak at the That's next game, uh, I can write off my ex- my law <laughs> expenses and my... Yeah, uh, my bail money, bail money as marketing right. because it's if, for almost sports. If Bobby Wagner levels you and uh, fractures your uh, clavicle and you have to go to the hospital, medical expenses, write it off. I, it's funny because we will get to that story, and I was like, CJ, you have real streaker energy. I, could I do. See you being a streaker, but type let me guy. tell you one thing: very important, very important. And this happened at the Austin FC match I covered as a part of the accredited press. <laughs> Never go. You dog- do not have accredited press energy. Okay, streaker I do energy. Not. You yes. do have. Never go dong out because here's the deal. There are kids in that stadium, and if you run through, it's not like ha 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 Ray Stevens back in the day, boobadad boobadad. It's if you streak and you're nude, you are now a sex offender. Right. That's no so longer like, just trespassing. Now, no, now you are you, also you've committed. Uh, that's an inter- very interesting point. Uh, that's look, well, the, all of the legalities of streaking. Um, we'll get, we'll get into that in just a moment. Uh, man, that was a long aside to explain. Does this auction house, are they offering over the value <laughs> of the ball because they're going to get some, some name run out of it, some publicity, because I don't understand how it would be worth, how it would be worth $2 million. The record price for a home run ball is $3 million. Would you like to take a guess? Maybe you already know. What is the, the, the most expensive uh, baseball of all times? Okay, so if, if it's a home run record ball. All right, so if Mickey Mantle's baseball card yesterday we mm-hmm. said was thirteen point five million, mm-hmm. is, that's the most expensive piece of memorabilia. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say, I'm guessing it's Barry Bonds baseball. I'm gonna put it at six point three Good million. Logic. Good line. Well, I just told you the record is three million. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I just didn't tell you which ball it was. Oh, okay. yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I should maybe I should pay attention. Did you have three tacos? As well? it's also, probably why I'm not. You know, uh, excellent logic, but wrong. Uh, it's Mark McGuire's 70th home run from the 1998 season. Now, because uh, that was the 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 heated race with him and Sammy yeah, Sosa. I think that one had a much be- a better feel good appeal to it because even though we probably knew we didn't fully know hey sure. these guys are a bunch of cheaters as where bonds were like oh this no this is by not, then we knew this but, is not right but that the those first couple of years it was sosa and mcguire neck and neck yeah especially that year all the way until the end i think bonds also hit that ball into the ocean like in into mccovey cove i'm sure somebody recovered it i, I don't know but mcguire's the 70th one was it the 70th one now everything's running together maybe it was 62 that it was just a line shot low line drive to left field 
Regardless, the 70th home run ball from Mark McGuire's 1998 season is worth $3 million. And because that's the record ball, or at least at the time it was the record ball, nobody cared about 62. That's why it was a huge gamble, Corey, that you were just willing to bank on the fact that Aaron Judge was going to rest yesterday. Like, what if he comes in and pinch hits and all of a sudden... the hell of it. Yeah, hit 63. You just kissed away $2 million. Um, But how is it worth $2 million? I don't... Is it because I don't respect this record that I'm like not a, <laughs> the American League home run king is not a thing? Okay? Well, the Yankees are such a massive brand. Uh, Judge is probably going to very soon be the highest paid player in baseball, whether he stays with you the Yankees what? or moves on. So perhaps this is some this is investment for the auction house. They hold on to this, and when Aaron Judge passes away and X amount of years down the road, they have this ball. As Interesting a thing. Very. You are smarter than I give you credit for, C.J. Morgan. Because yeah, uh, you know what? What is the ball worth? The ball is worth what anybody, whatever it's, it's, somebody it's, will pay for. It's same it. as art. It's intrinsic yeah. value. So if and, a massive Yankees Aaron Judge fan, if Aaron Judge goes down to be one of the greatest baseball, I don't players even know if you ever have to wait that long. But the fact that yes, it is a New York Yankee who broke the record. The New York Yankees are the they're the brand third most expensive franchise in all of sports something they're, like that. They're the top brand of baseball. Uh, yeah, if if they decide this ball belongs in the Yankees Museum or whichever is the reigning Steinbrenner right now says, "You know what? I want to put it in my den." Uh, how much do you want for seven million dollars? Here you go, whatever. They, they got a lot of fans that that work in the financial. What what is it called? The financial <laughs> they, they sector. They work in finance. Yeah, work in finance <laughs> what, so they what, can afford what, it. Whatever the financial world is, what he says. I work in the financial. We all work in the financial world. Okay. Yeah. We got maybe. rents, mortgages. I got a gas bill. I'm in the financial world. You don't have a gas bill. You drive a Tesla. I have a I have gas at my home, CJ. That oh, okay, yeah. You got to cook and I take and a hot eat. bath every <laughs> once and again. Just there you to go. <laughs> soothe these anky, aching bones. Uh, I don't know. Good on that guy, I guess. If if you uh, if you think you can get more, but yeah, anytime anybody offers me two million dollars for anything, I'd say deal. Yeah, put me in, coach. Let me have some of that. I just imagine if I'm that guy randomly in the stadium and I have my helmet full of nachos. And a ball, I'm I'm probably not paying attention, first of all, but then I see a ball coming at me. I'm moving the nachos out of the way. The ball's going to go behind me instead of in the helmet. And someone else is going to be if, rich. That's my luck. Somebody, if it just landed in somebody's helmet of nachos, and now the ball is just covered in cheese gunk for the rest of the time. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, we've seen, we've seen it happen with people with beer. Like, yeah. the balls just hit it, and it's... I always when the, is it still worth the same when the guy sticks out his cup of beer to catch the home run ball? I'm like, guy, why do you hate beer so much? That it's was also dumb. eighteen dollars. That was really stupid. But now it would have been a jackpot if you get get a beer soaked two million dollar baseball. Uh, get it on. Okay, quick break. We're going to come back and talk about C.J. Morgan's streaker energy. Uh, plus, is Terry Bradshaw the richest man in all of Oklahoma? That's on the other side of this break. Hold on. The Almost Sports Show on 1027 ESPN. It's Jason Dick, CJ Morgan, and you. 512-834-1027 is the phone number. Get at us on Twitter at Almost ESPN Radio. Terry Bradshaw is, uh, at one time, you could have had him on the Mount Rushmore of all-time NFL quarterbacks. Ah, probably not. 
Probably have to have like a Mount Rushmore of like seven or eight people. Uh, but I mean, he won the Super Bowl four times. Classic days yeah. of Cowboys Steelers rivalry. Yeah. Yeah. Roger uh, Staubach. He was, uh, he's probably, not probably, he definitely now has made more money uh, on TV. He's been on the uh, Fox pregame show uh, for a million years and is sort of fun. He's kind of, he's, it's happening right now, CJ. He's in that transition from. He's a fun guy on TV, too. He's a sad old guy on TV. Yeah, Lou Holtz went down pretty yeah. quick, too. Yeah. Um, Lee Corso were literally, like, yeah, stroke a couple <sighs> years ago. He yeah. didn't make the broadcast this past Saturday. He Man, woke up and dude. said he was not feeling good. Well, yeah, like that's what old people do is they fall apart and get sad. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Growing old sucks. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, Terry Bradshaw. He has made a whole flip ton of money, though, or at least I would presume so, because at least he's about to. He is selling his Oklahoma Super Ranch. Uh, I like to play the, uh, I guess, what do the people call it? Zillow baiting? Do you ever just like to go look at real estate things and be like, someday? Maybe I wish. Some- oh, a yeah. lot of people, they say that it's makes It's depressing, makes but it's it also fun. I, I enjoy it. I, I'm inspired. I'm aspirational when it comes to that. Remind me, CJ. I'm sorry. Um uh, you're not a homeowner yet? No, I am a home renter. Okay. Stop, but stop I know. Stop your money away renting. I, I you know. Can do it, buddy. I know what you're saying. Mm-hmm. But when we signed this lease, our landlord who owns the place was like, hey, this is going to be the price. This is right in the middle of the pandemic. And she's like, uh, I'm also just going to give you all this price for five years if that's cool. And we were like, <laughs> what? Uh, okay, so while while and, and I mean you know I feel bad for friends that also rent and stuff like that, but like while every year I've watched a friend's rent go up, yeah, seven hundred and fifty to a thousand a month. Like ours has stayed the same, and it's we got very very lucky. I'm getting way into your business here, but do you have a five year lease? That's, uh, that's incredible. Uh, no, we didn't. It's but uh, the, the landlord has just promised they locked in the rate for five years. It's two that's years. It's it was two years, and then our uh, the current like it's just month to month. The median rent in Austin has like nearly doubled in the last last we're, year, and, and, and we so. we worked out to where we're under it. Excellent. And it's it's a house we excellent work, couldn't afford friend. otherwise. Uh, point being, I have bad credit. And my fiance has great credit, so I don't want to drag her down uh, into a house yet. So happen. Uh, well, yeah, Terry Bradshaw here. You can check out the photos if you like, CJ, of his of his place. His uh, his quarter horses ranch. Is that because he was a quarterback? Is that the uh, quarter horses? Well, quarter horses are. Is that a thing? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, hor- yeah. I don't uh, know horse things. In the Panhandle in Oklahoma, quarter horses are uh, they're they're a, they're a breed of okay. horse that's very right. prominent. Um, Damn, this place looks like a. This looks like. A mountain ski lodge that you would yeah. pay a lot of money to go visit. It's uh Look it, at that pool. I don't know the exact location, but I believe it is uh close to now I forget the name of it. What's the uh what's the casino that's not Choctaw? It's the other one. On the it's just closer it, to Arkansas. That side it's like ninety Tulsa. minutes uh north of Dallas. Uh you a lot of Texas people yes, go yes. to Golly, I got brain damage. They go to that place in Oklahoma to gamble. Uh, anyway, it's in that same neighborhood. I believe it's uh, where uh, the you remember the guy from Tiger King. And I've gambled there with, too. with the the do rag and the hat. Yeah, yeah, it's like we don't know that you're bald, dude. He he had a wife and a nanny who he was banging. Was really hot. Yeah, and yeah. He was gonna open a new Tiger King Super Tiger Ranch. Uh, is it, right in that neighborhood. That's where Terry Bradshaw lives, uh, or at least he did because he is selling the Quarter Horses Ranch. 
Uh, it sits on 744 acres, features a full equestrian and cattle ranch. There is the, the main house, six bedrooms, 8,600 square feet. There's a 2,600 square foot manager's home. Whose manager? <laughs> like your man- hey, manager? The you, guy who manages the, the property? You know what I like about this? Uh-huh. Uh, the devil's in the details, and they're showing a, their gorgeous giant living room. But do you see what the television's on? Oh, let's see here. Oh, it's, on, it, it's it, on Fox. The NFL Fox it's, pregame it's, it's, show. Yeah. Good, good for you. Yeah. Good for uh, you. I like whoever, that. Good job. Stage the house there. Uh, here's the problem with these houses, and this is where maybe not a guy like Terry Bradshaw that's been old and rich for so long, but mm-hmm. a lot of like young sports stars, they'll they'll do something similar. They will buy a massive piece of property in a house, and what ends up happening is the upkeep of oh, the yeah. house and Just property, it costs more than the than the tax or right. the, uh, the mortgage you're paying, and they end up getting yeah. under really quick. 2,600-square-foot uh, manager's home, a four-bedroom bunkhouse. So, like, the third property on the house is bigger than most normal. <laughs> uh, a, uh, it says here, multiple barns, including a show pig and 50-stall mare barn. Some pig. A two-story dog house. Oh man, that rules! Is it a two-story house for one dog, or do you have like a well, a, a dog's in your flop case, house? Going in your on? case, you have Bogey in his upstairs yeah. lounge, and then Thorn downstairs peeing downstairs. everywhere, going yeah, crazy. Yeah, Bogey. so you keep him separate. <laughs> uh, one thousand square foot entertainment patio, several stocked fishing lakes and ponds. Oh, that would rule. That's kind of uh, cheating. I but. always I'm I'm uh, do you fish? I'm not a fisherman. I, I like fishing. But I gave it's up more on, about. I like getting drunk and driving a boat around See, a lake, <laughs> that, which you can't do. BWIs are a real thing. responsibly, kids. Yeah. Designate a drinker before you drive your boat. Uh, is that how it goes? Uh, I gave up on fishing before I discovered drinking. And so, yeah, had I known the, uh, the oh, yeah, you mean I'm just going to sit here in the same spot in the afternoon sun and get, you know, pound 18 Bud Lights and maybe yank a fish out of this pond? I'd probably be into that. But, yeah, I quit fishing when I was, yeah, like, 15 it, years old. It's fun. I enjoy doing it. But then when you catch a fish, like, I'm the opposite. It actually sucks because then you got to put gross. your gloves on. you got to get the lure out of their mouth. And you've got to gut it. And it's just too much work. Like, yeah. I, I, I enjoy just driving a boat. <laughs> driving a boat. Driving a boat. All right. How much, CJ, to uh, if you wanted to buy Terry Bradshaw's massive Oklahoma quarter horse ranch with a gazillion bedrooms and a 50-stall mare barn, two-story doghouse, a show pig. Will you throw in the show pig? Yeah, I want the show Do pig. Do I get the pig with it, Terry? And does it have a little spider that <laughs> writes messages? Uh, Charlotte's Dick. Web. Oh, yeah, I was going to yeah, get it. Good. Wilbur, right? Yeah, Wilbur. Uh, I'm going to say this This has to be probably a $65 million estate, but this is in Oklahoma, so in Oklahoma dollars, this is about twelve million. That, that's pretty good. The math that you did there. Uh, it's twenty. It's listed for twenty two point five million dollars. Yeah. Uh, which, yeah. Uh, I have a friend actually who's uh, moving from Austin to Oklahoma. Rest in peace, my friend. Uh, but no, he told me. He said specifically they're moving to the Lakeway of Oklahoma City. Which okay. is is meaning he's it's living. Called, it's Pondway. He's living there. <laughs> he's living in the nicest part of oh, the Oklahoma City suburbs, 
and his house was like two hundred eighty thousand or something like that. Like, oh he, yeah, you can get a castle. Yeah, you can't get a shack in Elgin for two hundred eighty thousand anymore. You know, we here. we were talking about that. Uh, I had have uh, friends that have land up in Arkansas, so we'll go through mm. that casino and we'll drive through Oklahoma to get there. Um, Windstar. Yeah, there you go. Oh, my God. That's also where bands like Rat and 80s acts still go and play. You want to see Striper this weekend? We just got to drive to the Windstar. There you go. Uh, It took me eight minutes to remember. And there's nothing great about Amarillo where I grew up. I mean, I'm going to be honest about Uh, that. But I will say when you... Amarillo by morning. When I was younger, uh, I used to wrestle, so we'd have a lot of tournaments in Oklahoma, and then I've driven through Oklahoma a lot. When you cross that border, you go from kind of like a beautiful rolling prairie land of North Texas to like red mud with ants everywhere. (laughs) Like almost immediately. It's, It's... they couldn't right. like that's how they planned the border. The old settlers. I can just feel the beer getting watered down. Like I get here and I'm like you because they got that three and three, a half, three yeah three percent beer or something like that. Oklahoma. What is it? What is wrong with you, Oklahoma? That's so dumb too because it's like liquor's legal, like wine's yeah. legal, like why yeah. the beer? Like that's I don't get it. Should we just take Oklahoma's land? Should we be like, hey, we're gonna fix it. We're gonna fix you up, right? That's what they we told the Indians. Upper. That's what we told the Indians back in the day. It's like, hey, we're going to take your land, but we're going to make it better God, for you. I feel right? so bad for the Native Americans. We made them go to Oklahoma. <laughs> oh, like, <man>. ugh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Of so, all the other so atrocities, that would one. you move into Terry Bradshaw's uh, quarter horse ranch? I mean, you got a pretty badass estate, but you also live in Oklahoma. I was about to say if I had a helicopter so I could go anywhere, but you then just I, zoom I've, in everywhere now, right? I, well, then I've Remote made it work. I've made it clear that I'm never getting in a helicopter. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah SRV, that's, man. That's a problem for you. Yeah, SRV. Stevie Ray Vaughan. Oh, lost him in, a helicopter. in a helicopter. Yeah, I should know that. I, I mean, it got him right? before the heroin <laughs> or whatever oh, else did, but could have. <laughs> the helicopter's laughing at heroin, be like, "Ha ha, scooped you." That's not funny. No, that not. is not good. Uh, you know what's funny is that guy who was streaking Monday Night Football, he has now filed suit. He's filed an official police report saying that was not fair that he got knocked on his ass. We'll discuss that and more. It's Jason CJ, Almost Sports, on the other side of this break. Hold on. Now back to Almost Sports with Jason and CJ on 1027 ESPN. It was my intention to uh, talk about how CJ Morgan has great streaker energy. Just feel like you would get naked and run across the field and do it for the views the drop of a hat. or the lols or something like that. But listen, uh, when my man, Ed Clements, I see his name pop up on the screen, he cuts to the front of the line uh, here in 4-6 to six right here on ESPN Radio 102.7 and I believe was just zooming with our man Steve Sarkeesian. Eddie, what's up, buddy? I was zooming, but I want to tell you, CJ, let me tell you what, man. I streaked at Southwest Texas State in the spring of 1975, my friend. Eat them up, cats. Were you, were you dong up, out or like full nude? Was I full nude as a Pope of Catholic? Hell yes, I was full nude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. My man, Ed. You know, I'm. Falls, Falls Hall there, baby. Falls Hall, I was there, man. It, you know, it lasted about 30 seconds, then I kind of chickened out. But yeah, it was fun, huh. big time. It was college pranks there, Jay Dick. It was college pranks. Well, so you, you guys just went streaking through the quad or whatever? When is that? Yeah, n- near the quad. Yeah. A guy that I, that lived down the hall from the dorm, Luke, he was with this gorgeous woman. God almighty. Oh, no. That's why I kind uh. of, after 30 minutes, Luke was, a, you know, Adonis. He got arrested. Then we went to the police department and tried to get Luke out of the jail and stuff. And 
Of course, we had several cocktails before uh, we did that. It was a lot of college fun, college prank. Yeah, you put your, your clothes on before you went to the police station to try and get Luke out, right? Yes, I did. Okay, yeah. good, yeah. good. Yeah. You, right. you know, yeah. Ed, it's it's funny <laughs> that Falls Halls still exist, but I just remembered, I also, uh, full on nude, we had to streak, uh, we streaked the 80 Pie House, a, mm. uh, a sorority house. Uh, <laughs> different times. You can't do that now. Yeah. You cannot. Yeah. No. No, you can't do that. You yeah. can't do that. I tell you, I, that was some. That was seven of my best years when I was in college <laughs> down there at San Marcos. I live right on the river. Oh. I lived it. Mm. I lived over there, at Clear Springs Apartments. I think they're now level now, right across from that restaurant. Joe's Crab Shack. That's where I used to yeah. work. It wasn't the Crab Shack in your right. day. Man, right. Ed and all I right. can... Ed, let's go visit San Marcos San, together. San Marcos reminiscing times is over because Ed uh, was just talking to Coach Steve Sarkeesian. Did he answer the question that we have all been asking all week long? Is Quinn Ewers the ugliest quarterback in Longhorn history? No, wait, that's not it. Uh, who is going to quarterback the Horns for Texas OU on Saturday? He won't say again for the third week in a row. He's not saying. All he said again was the same old line. They're the healthiest they've ever been. Uh, I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be Hud Card because he he indicated he said they're coming from two different places. He said Hudson Card has worked through his injury on the field, and he said Quinn has been in rehab. So if you take that, I guess it's going to be Hud, but. If they're both as healthy as they've been, why not play Quinn Ewers, the golden boy, against Oklahoma? But, hey, I, I don't know. It, it could. We won't know. We won't know till that first series who will mm. come out or if somebody inside, you know, says something early. But he's just not saying. But they are preparing for Dylan Gabriel, the Oklahoma quarterback, to play, who was concussed against TCU last weekend. Yeah, I and first of all, grade this hot take. I think Hudson Card has played good enough that he has earned the right to start until he proves that he is not uh, that he unearns the right to start. Too hot, not hot enough, or just right? I I, I think I think you're right, and I feel the same way about Cooper Rush of the Cowboys. Oh, let Cooper continue oh. to play quarterback. I know Cooper's I know making about, about a million. Uh, yeah. Dak's making forty million, but on the college deal, I'm with you. And, and and Sark said this after the Tech game. He said that Hud Card led us well enough. We should have won that game. Texas should have won that game by the way he played. I know he had one pick. And by the way, on the season, Texas only has three turnovers. One of those was Quinn Ewer's uh, interception. But uh, listen, I'm with you. Let, let Hud go out there. And if Hud does what Hud can do and that OU defense stays the same, it could be a bloodbath in that OU secondary because that OU secondary is not very good. We saw that last week against TCU. So I think either quarterback can be out there, and Texas does what they do offensively. They can beat OU. What What is up with this OU team, Ed? And is it here to stay? Because uh, Brent Venables is supposed to be a defensive coach. You gave and up... He's- 55 points and what is it 682 yards to the horned frogs uh i mean yeah look this is a game cj's pointed out several times throw the record books out play this game on pure emotion usually that's something we say because we're the huge dog but texas should handle them this weekend yes texas should handle them and i don't know what's going on venables uh was the kryptonite the mac brown for all those years you know you credit bob stoops with those victories over mac the 66 to 10 and 66 Ooh. to 7, but it was Venable's defense who gave Mac a whole bunch of trouble. I think the transition after Lincoln Riley has been more difficult than OU wants to allow for. Lincoln Riley is a great offensive mind, 
And I think OU offensively has struggled. And defensively, I don't know what's going on. Their athletes look undersized in the secondary. They still have big guys, linebackers, interior defensive linemen. But something's going on. And by the way, did you guys know that the, who the offensive coordinator is for TCU? Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I probably know. Is it? No, I don't know. It's Lincoln Riley's little brother. Oh, wow. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so uh, like so. It, it, family secrets? You think he was spilling the beans on this is what, this is what they're doing over there? Might have done that. But, you know, with a combination of uh, Sonny Dykes and Lincoln Riley's brother, they're both great offensive minds. That's why they scored. How little? 55. How little yeah. of a brother are we talking about? Lincoln Riley's like, I ain't got room for you in the guest house out here in Los Angeles. You're going to stay in Fort Worth? Well, he's still a minor, so he can't cross. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's 16. He's a genius yeah. in high school. Yeah. But he's a genius. He's a genius. He goes to Pascal High in Fort Worth and, and you know, also <laughs> offensive coordinator. But, yeah, there you go. No, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't think the transition from Oklahoma has been a little rough, much like the transition last year with Steve Sarkeesian when he had uh, Tom Herman's players was a little rough. I, and, and saying that, and C.J., you hit the nail on the head. Anything can happen. I've been at this game so many damn times when I thought, no way Texas is going to lose, or conversely, no way Texas is going to win. You know, Charlie Strong, for goodness sakes, beat, beat OU one time. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it strange things happen, especially in the special teams, but Last year was so goofy when Texas had the big lead and OU twenty eight to seven. Yeah, mm. twenty eight to seven. I was drinking heavily in row seven, fifty yard line. Very happy. <laughs> uh, yeah. Here, uh, two two questions. I'll get you out of here on this. Ed is on his way up to Dallas for the Cotton Bowl for uh, Texas OU. Uh, what's the line? How much over under uh, three and a half Fletcher's corn dogs on Saturday? You know what? Since I'm on the soda team, yeah, you're the guy that convinced me to get on soda team. Yeah, I think it may be just one. You know what I mean? Look because at this I guy, I responsibly. Cannot, I cannot not go and just have one. But my usual uh, uh, modus operandi before the game, about I get there about 9.45 and go uh, go to Fletcher's and get a corn dog and get a beer, which I don't drink beer very much, but that's what I always do. Historically, I'd get one after the game, but I don't know if I'm going to do that. We're going to do the post-game show uh, from 5 to 7 at my nephew's house, not there at the State Fair. We usually go get Campisi's Pizza. So it could mm. be a it could be a devastating day soda wise if I have a corn dog and some Campisi's pizza <laughs> after the game, but I, I'm just going to try to moderate it. So I take that under three look, corn dogs. Look at all the the healthy changes Ed Clements has made in his life now. Now that he's no longer around me, a bad influence on the daily basis. That's I know. I was yeah, for you. You're you're right. I've you know I've stopped eating mostly. And I've stopped the hallucinatory <laughs> drugs that used to have me on. So yeah, hell yeah. I've, I've done that. I've stopped doing that. <laughs> hey, uh, Ed, did we miss it? I, I promoted it for you yesterday, but without knowing the time, your annual conversation with uh, Longhorn legend Peter Gardier. Are you talking to Peter on the radio this week? No, we we had him on yesterday. I knew it. I, I, oh, excellent <laughs> promotion on my part. Yes, yes. The the It's Peter Gardier week. He was he was going this morning. He's got some speaking deal with J- former OU quarterback J.C. Watts today, and he's playing golf in a golf tournament. It truly is. Peter Gardner week because the only quarterback on either side to win four consecutive games. And also, mm-hmm. yesterday was Randy McEachern's birthday. You guys are too young. Remember, he's the guy that was the third string, third string quarterback, quarterback against yeah. Uh, OU. Yeah, Ed, Ed, I don't know if you remember this, but I uh, I got to meet and listen to many uh, good stories about Texas uh, football when you and I used to work events at Sue Patrick. 
Exactly. <laughs> 5222 Burnett Road. Andy <laughs> was there with us one day. Yeah. Yeah, McEachern was the third-string quarterback. Uh, Mark McBath hurt his ankle. John Ani hurt his knee. And here comes uh, Randy McEachern, who had to introduce himself to the offensive line. <laughs> I'm Randy. Who are you? And, of course, Randy had number 20 to hand the ball to that day, Earl Campbell, so it uh, turned out just fine. Yeah. Uh, he, he is a broadcasting le- legend, ladies and gentlemen. Always a pleasure. Seriously, Ed, I love you. It's always uh, fun to, to catch up. Hey, you, Enjoy you, the you game. Have, you guys have fun. Hook them horns. I think it's going to be a Another fun time, and uh, keep up the good work on Almost to Sports. What's your name of your show, Almost Al- to Sports Show? Almost Sports Almost with sports. Jason and CJ. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what, uh, what's the yeah. name of your show? It's uh, Ed Babysits Beto. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no! Or vice versa. It's, or vice versa. It's it, can go, mostly, it can go either mostly, way. I listen. Oh, I know. It's mostly hey. Beto. Beto holds old man's hand. Hey, yeah. re- real quick, Ed, is Beto still mad at me for prank calling y'all? Like, oh, he hasn't no. talked to me in in months. Hey, I got to go. He <laughs> <for having laughs> me on. All right. Thanks, Eddie. Bye-bye. See you, man. I, oh, God. I love him. Did you do that? Beto I mean, doesn't I, care for that. He doesn't like he, doesn't, he, he He likes to make nonsense fun, but he will not stand for others' nonsense fun. I you, guess you prank I, up. When did the? I don't, I don't know. Yeah. It was like our first week on ESPN Radio. All right, we're way over here, Jason and CJ. Back in just a second. Hold on.